Hey peeps, hope you're all okay. Just a reminder to keep being you and you are worthy. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. If it's your first time listening, then hey, and thanks for tuning in. As it's called Eclectic Talks, we talk about all sorts on this podcast. Nothing is off limits. We do have a mental health theme though. Today's episode is going to be a fun chat with a fellow podcaster, Tim. Tim is the host of 20 Tim Minutes. I think I said it right. (laughs) Uh, A 20-minute podcast that focuses on mental health and wellness with humour, insight and personal stories every Tuesday. So go check it out after this, guys. Um, Hi, Tim. It's nice to meet you. Hi, Tim. Yeah, it's very nice. It's very nice to meet both of you, finally. Um, I'm loving what you guys are doing. I'm uh, happy for you. You guys should be proud of the product you're putting out. So thank you so much for taking the time to let me come on and uh, hang out with you guys. But yeah, my name is Tim McCarthy, host of 2010 Minutes. 2010 Minutes. What what a good podcast name. It is a great name. It, it, It worked well because I was thinking of like different names and it was like we started with like Timmy 20 Minutes or... Uh, 20 Timmy minutes like we couldn't figure it out and my buddy was just like hey 20 Tim minutes so I was like that's perfect so we just rolled yeah. with that right it off just the top flows right right sometimes it gets misspelled though sometimes they do two m's but that's my own fault for choosing that name but yeah I, I, I had to double check Bex <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't even spell what it's meant to be let alone add an extra m <laughs> My Alexa says, uh, when I turn on Alexa, it would be like 22 minutes. So I'm like, all right, I guess, I guess in the Alexa world, it's a totally different show. I love that. Have you ever tried to get Alexa to whisper? That's funny. Yes, I learned that because I was and sleeping creepy. with my wife. Yeah, it's very creepy. I was like, hey, Alexa, can you turn the light on? And she was like, yes, I can do the slow. I can do uh, softer voice if you want me to. I'm like, shh, I'm like, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> I could be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's me. I think I only have one volume. It's loud. Yeah. You gotta make sure people hear it, you know? All right. <laughs> so Bex, do you have the first question? Have the first yeah. So whilst advocating for mental health, um, it's obviously important for us all to remember our own mental health as well what are some like self-care things that you do to kind of help keep your energy topped up, especially for things like this? Uh, That's actually uh, funny because I was just talking about this the other day. This podcast actually has helped me out a lot because I wasn't really doing much and I don't stay focused as well with my, cause I'm also uh, ADHD. So I had a lot of time. So hence I only show, yeah, raise the roof. (laughs) And that's why I that's why I chose a podcast to do 20 minutes because it's not only for like myself because I can only stay focused on tasks for so long, but I, I figure other people would have trouble with like hour long or like two hour long podcasts because those aren't really for me anyway. So I just try to put myself in other people's shoes. So this podcast alone has has helped me out with my wellness because I was so excited to talk to you to, to you girls. Uh, I have so many other engagements for this, so it helps me out a lot. And then I think staying active and going to the gym, I train jujitsu and uh, uh, mixed martial arts. So that keeps my body. Yeah. It keeps my body in check. And when you're too exhausted uh, physically, you're mentally, you can't complain about anything else because your body's like focusing on recovery. So your brain's just like, all right, I'm going to go chill for right now and let, let the body take care of this. Yeah. It's a really good I'm missing the gym so much. Yeah. It is, uh, it is great because it, it's, I go in 
days that I'm like complaining and I'm just like, oh, today's going to be a bad day, blah, blah, blah. Then I just get beat up. And then I go home. And I was like, you know what? That was the best part of my day today. <laughs> like, it was, I'm so glad that you do it. Because getting started with anything you want to do is the toughest. Like, like recording an episode, like I have to get everything ready. And it's like, that's the toughest part. Then once we start recording and doing our thing, it's so much easier than you're done. And you feel proud of yourself. So just staying on like a track is, is tough to do. But when you do it, it's so rewarding. Yeah, definitely. Um, oh, my volume went funny then. Can I hear? <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I'm missing the gym so much. I don't know about you, but what it's like over there for your like isolation, lockdown stuff, pandemic. That's the word. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it's interesting. Every state and city is like having their own rules, even though it, there's like a broad rule of like just don't go out. So a lot of the gyms, especially my gyms, we have to wear a mask. But with so much movement, it'll sometimes fall off. But mm. I actually just got my COVID shot. I got both of them just recently. So I'm kind of just seeing how that's going to happen. So hopefully I'm okay the next time you guys hear from me. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, 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 yeah, right. I took the first one and I was fine with it. I got the shot and it just like my arm hurt. And then the second time I felt like I had like a two day hangover. Like I just, my, my head just hurt for like two days. My wife got like super sick. Um, but I'm just, I don't know. I'm just happy to be healthy, I guess in this yeah. crazy world but it is tough like not going to the gym it's people like just losing them you can only do so many push-ups in your house yeah it's just like the motivation for me like I'm just so mentally drained in this pandemic but like at least I have a job at least I have a house and like yeah that's what we got to keep reminding ourselves too and it, yeah. it, it, it's tough to not do that because you're like oh somebody has it worse or this and that but mm-hmm. it is true. It's like, we do have jobs. We do have things. We do have friends. You just got to stay focused on that. Cause the negativity is a monster and it can come out of nowhere and just try to snatch you right back. So you just gotta, yeah. you just gotta you just gotta play defense. <laughs> focusing on that. Like this is not going to be forever. Like in the UK, we've got like a lockdown end of lockdown plan now. So the end of March, we can go into people's gardens up to six of us um or like in a park and have a picnic and then from April like most things open like the shops gyms so I'm like just set on April on pub gardens so like yeah I'm just like right April but then also it's like ah everything's opening and I'm like why can't one thing open like a week just like ease me in 35 pubs are open it's gonna yeah it's gonna be an overload for sure everyone's gonna come out of the woodwork over over here people tend to not care as much so you see a lot of people and like our laws are so weird they'll be like um like you can't have x number of people together and say like there's like kids at a house and the bars close so the the pubs that you used call we call them bars they close Mm -hmm. at they were closing at like 10 p.m so the people that were at the bar were like you know what let's go to our friend's house where there's like 30 people at the house so instead of Mm -hmm. So they wouldn't leave the bars open late for people to socially distance there. So instead they were like, okay, let's go to somebody's house. And they have like a house party of like 90 people. So it's like, oh there's always loopholes. Yeah. They find loopholes over here to like break the system and just keep getting sick and sick. So it, it, it's tough for everybody. I get it, but it, I'm, I'm ready for it to be over. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> just want to get outside. I don't think you've left because you've not been you've been working from home, aren't you, Beth? You well, Stu hasn't yeah. been working. He's yeah. been furloughed. 
my partner's not been working for eight, maybe nine months now. Um, and then I've, I've been working at home for about a year. So it's weird. And they're still alive? It's like, what? Have you not killed each other yet? <laughs> We've not killed each other yet. So it's good. <laughs> Have you even had one argument? Um, I think we had an argument about a TV show where he was at, it was Breaking Bad and he was really determined that somebody hadn't gotten into the house in the way that they had. And I was just like, yeah, they have. we're winding it back. And I sat there and made him watch it for like another 10 minutes. <laughs> he was right. Point. And that is the extent of our arguments for a year, which is pretty good. That's pretty yeah. good. I, hey, that's great. That's, hey, I, I wouldn't be able to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I'm working. We're both working. Oh, <laughs> I, can, I, can, I commend you. I commend you. Yeah. I just don't think we're very argumentative people, to be fair. Uh, <laughs> I, I argue with you all the time. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Friends are different to argue with. Yeah. Bex, Bex will say something like, I'll mention one thing to her about one topic, right? And then I'll be at work and I'll put my t- phone down. And then I've had like one response and I'll respond back. And I think like that's the end of the conversation. And then I'll go and do something like do washing up that takes maybe like two minutes. I'll come back and there's like 50 messages of Bex going in depth about this thing. And I'm like, "Ah." (laughs) you need to know. (laughs) Do you do that too? You just text like you don't do one paragraph of everything. You just text. text, That's what I do. I'll say a sentence. Yep. Yep. I know exactly. People hate that. I do that too. I know. And it makes me want to do it more. Because I'm like, hi, H send i send <laughs> yep yep the old passive back yep i know exactly how that is uh, that's great or sometimes people just get a space just nothing appears like yeah that. just the blue the blue bubble <laughs> yeah i love i love just like i love sending gifts they're so funny or memes in my life yeah no same same one of the greatest conventions of all time i feel like is the gift yes definitely. Like, i found tiktok during lockdown as well and Oh, I wish I never, because I'm in that mind where there's, I've got, like, so many ideas for videos, but then I just can't bother to make them, or then I forget about them, and then I'm like, why have I even got this? It's just pointless. It's like a magician with TikTok, because some people do videos, I'm like, how do they do that? Then I look down to see how to do it, then I'm like, you know what, I'm giving up. I I don't don't even know how these magicians are doing their tricks. (laughs) It's, it's too much for me i'm just i'm contemplating deleting it but some videos i scroll past that people make are so funny i'm like that's actually hilarious how they come up with that yeah it, I, the funniness of it all is great but it, i feel like tiktok's one of the one of the worst ones with like comments it's like there's negativity yeah. there too i try to be so like aware of that like i i, I feel like t- uh, tiktok's like one of the worst um Instagram is, is like, is hit or miss. And then I feel like I'm on Twitter a lot with other podcasters. So that one's very supportive, but yeah, that, it's social media is very dicey because you're like, Oh, this is really funny. And then you read the comments. You're like, wow, that person is awful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's interesting. You mention it. Cause we were talking about it the other day. Cause we know some people that have had issues on Facebook. Um, and like there seems to be a oh, yeah. lot of I mean like trolls and things like that you seem to get a lot more of those kind of people on Facebook we found than Instagram oh really yeah I, it, the abuse that we've seen other people get on Facebook is quite intense like I mean we've luckily we've never experienced it ourselves but it's 
it's quite incredible like how much people just feel that they've got the right to kind of like bash that opinion into somebody it's messed up i i, I it is it is right because it's like what what are they doing with their time yeah like, what makes you you have like you think about it they have to open up their computer make a fake email create a profile like they have to do all these steps just to be negative it's like your life must be terrible i know like, and what do they like, tell people? Like, oh, hi, honey, I'm back from making other people feel crap about themselves. Exactly. That's what. That's what I don't get. It's like how. Like, what? Where do they get off trying to be like that? Like, what do you? I don't get what their end game is, and it just goes to. Sh- and it's tough for us to be like, oh, I don't care, because like deep down, like I'll be the first to admit, like sometimes I care what someone says, but then I think about those types of steps. It's like they are going out of their way to harass mm. somebody else. It's like their lives are meaningless because they have to do like, that. I yeah. always kind of make myself involved when I know I shouldn't. Ha- I know I shouldn't. And my parents are always like, stop getting involved in other people's problems. And I'm like, but I have a valid comment to make. Yeah, and like, yeah. It was like the other day I was messaging someone because she was going off and they're trying to do protests against COVID and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, it's great that you think you're really strong to protest against the virus and you think the virus is just going to go, do you know what? I'm going to piss off or the government like, no, that's okay. Carry on. But like, it's the fact that what they were saying and it's like undermining the NHS and like, they're just uh, denying COVID and stuff. And I'm like, do you not see yourselves? And she's like, you're actually mad. And then she was making me more mad. So I was replying and I was like, right, I'm done now. And I said to Beck, she better not reply because my ADHD ass will have to reply back to her because I can't just leave it. Yeah, Beck's yeah, like, I'm the exact well, same you way. started the conversation. I was like, I know, but I need to finish it. She needs to stop. I'm, I'm like that too. I need the last word in those conversations. I try not to do it anymore because it gets me fired up too when I have the battle with somebody. But yeah. sometimes you just see that one comment. You're like, this is so, I have such a good joke to come in with this and I have to say it. <laughs> and then, then I usually regret it because I'm like I gotta I gotta stop doing this to people, but it's rare. I do it rarely, but I understand. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I mean, that's what it's arguments just... is also like is like it's just the pair of us trying to have the last word. Like, you're annoying. Yeah, yeah. It's a weird victory to have. You're like, ah, and then like time goes <laughs> down. You're like, I don't know why I can't. It's like yeah, I'm some awards board with all of my yeah. Stuff, <laughs> <the> arguments. <laughs> I got the troll award of 2020. Like, that's what they're <laughs> looking for the troll awards. Oh. On March the 9th, I won the one argument against yeah. me. <laughs> the 12th, she won. <laughs> yeah, you just have a bunch of check marks behind your wall right there. It's yeah. Like, those for one, two. Do you know, one. though, when everyone, anyone says trolls online, I think of the film. So I just imagine these little trolls <laughs> just going. Like just trying to type them back, and then I'm like, "How are they typing? They want tiny arms." Yeah, that's why they're so mad. They're doing the like, scary the voice. The trolls, they, their their arms, literally. I think whoever made them, I don't know. <laughs> so they're they're like the they're the uh, T Rex of uh, human that's bodies, it. I believe. That's what it is. Yeah. And I'm like, "How are you typing? You need a Must stick." Really tough. Yeah, it's gonna be really. <laughs> <laughs> like wouldn't you be angry too you'd be typing to everybody being like yeah to be fair no, like pissed of my uh <laughs> and it's uh maybe they type with their hair because their hair is all like ding, it's got a point on the end <laughs> well, like, okay we digress massively oh uh, no i'm with you i digress you should 
that's my life every day. So I'm keeping up with you, ladies. <laughs> do you have another question, Beth? We do. Um, what are the mental health services like where you are? So, yeah, this is super interesting to me because when I started doing the podcast, I, I would link up with other people um, that either have like YouTube shows or podcasts about mental health. And I noticed it's all the people over the over the pond over in the UK. And I'm like, I'm like, is it better over there? Like, are they talking about it more? But then I'm like, wait, are they, is it not talked about enough because there's more podcasts for people to try to outreach? So over here, it's. It's like, um, I'm trying to think of a good analogy. It's, it's very glossed over. They'll be like, yeah, you should talk to somebody about it, but they do it with like their mouth not open. They talk to their teeth like, yeah, you should go find some help, but they won't like yeah. talk about it. And it's super weird. Um, so when I grew up, I'm, uh, I'm 35. So growing up, if someone had a problem, they were just crazy. Like if I saw a guy walking down the street and he was like talking to himself as a kid, I'd be like, oh, that guy's crazy. But kind of like now you would see that person, but yeah, he might be homeless for other different reasons or any other mental health he might have. And you didn't have that information at my age. And even now people don't have the information and it's so weird and you can easily find it. But I went to like my primary doctor and the, from point A to point B to find therapy was like a two year thing. Like it wasn't easy. You can't just like call up and be like, Hey, I don't feel well. Can I get some help? They're like, I don't know. Like we'll, we'll, we'll put you down the line. So I do try different medications. Um, I went to like three different therapists and they were all super weird that I didn't link up with. Like one didn't pay attention to me. The other one would uh, like, just, she was <laughs> this therapist. I went to her house. Oh, did I lose you guys. Oh, there you are. <laughs> oh, hold on. I think I lost you guys. Okay. Um, so yeah, so I went to this one therapist and her house looked like the, uh, like Texas chainsaw massacre house. Like I walked in, there was like, there was like baby heads house? hanging from the plate. Yeah, it was, it was, I was in like a haunted house. I, it was like a, it was like a modern day haunted house. I would go there. There'd be like books opening on its own. I would be like, so nervous. Everything smelled like cat pee. And like, I was like, this is like the weirdest, like, like step I had to take in my life. But I feel they do try out here. They really do. But it's not like. It's not promoted. It's not promoted like a McDonald's ad. It's not like, oh, you should come and see help. Like they'll promote everything else and kind of gloss over it. And uh, people are too scared to talk about it. And uh, now that I'm talking about it, like a lot of like my friends and uh, even people I don't know have reached out to me saying like, thanks, or I've motivated them to go seek out help because I talk about a lot of my personal struggles from uh, like getting out of my depression, going to seek help and being where I am now. But how was it over where you got you girls are? I'm just still stuck on the fact you went to their house. I know. I, just, I went, I went there. Okay, so. house. What? Where? What's happening? Because like, where did you go? Because I've or no, just named therapists to have their own. Well, not house, but you go to like offices, a building. Yes. Offices, okay. So what I had to do was because it wasn't uh, like a, I always forget the, uh, the difference. So there's a psychiatrist and a psychologist. Which one's the one that doesn't prescribe you meds? Uh, psychologist. Psych I always get them confused. So it, it's so weird. I, I don't even know how to explain it. So they, they are educated, but they don't work out of like an office, like a doctor's office. So it's like they're not employed. They do like, it's like a house oh, where I'm looking for. They're like their own self-made therapist almost, you know what I mean? Um, so they yeah, run it out of their, they run it out of their house instead of like renting an office. Yeah. Um, which 
it, again, it kind of it does seem that's weird. That's dangerous. That's what I'm saying, right? It certainly was for you. Chainsaw. I, 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 I was more nervous than her. I like, oh, it was so weird. I wish I could paint a picture of it. Like I had to like I had to like go through a rickety gate gate, and it was like it was like so scary. And like, I thought I was gonna get like a tetanus shot. Then there's just like a random goat walking around walking around the farm. And then I open the door and it's like mad rickety. And there's like an old old record player playing and there's just like old books everywhere. I was just I was like legit scared. <laughs> then I was talking to her and she like wasn't paying attention to me. <laughs> and then I was like, I'm never coming back to this. And I was so defeated with that that I, I think I took so much time off to find the next step. So Getting help is so tough, and that's the one thing they don't really tell you when uh, they tell you to talk about your mental health issues. Is uh, it's not an easy road. It takes a long time, and people get frustrated. Yeah. And uh, that's they need to they need to stress that when they when they do talk about mental health. Like, yes, we want you to get help, this and that, but it's going to take a lot of hard work from you and us to get to that. And See, like- I suppose over here, it's it's kind of hit and miss, like. Yeah. If you're bad, like I mean, when I say bad, I mean like on the brink of suicide. Like you kind of have yeah. mentioned that you're going to kill yourself to get help relatively quickly. But even then, like, the counseling side of it is not fast. That's just medication. Like they will tranquilize you quickly if needs be. That's exactly how it is out here too, though. Like, I, like I, I was so bad in 2019 that I was trying to get desperate need for help that the next step would be like to go to the emergency room and be like, I'm going to kill myself right now. That's like how the quickest I could have gotten help. And yeah, I was getting prescribed just, I was just getting prescribed like just random meds for like ever. And it just doesn't work. And I was just like, this is like miserable. This is absolutely like, this yeah. is what the healthcare system is doing. It's just like, they're like, yeah, just take these Tic Tacs and Skittles and see what happens. And I'm like, ah, I'm yeah. just going nuts. See, that's what medication I know. Like I'm not bad mouth medication because I know it helps a lot of people, but yeah. medication just, mm, for, especially for depression, like mental health medication is just not good long-term. If It's basically masking it. You need to offer therapy alongside the medication because it's just gonna once someone thinks do you know what I'm good I'm off my meds now like I don't I don't need them I'm doing good they come off their meds and boom like that's what I found because I was like trying all these ADHD meds and some were working somewhere and I was like then I came off them and I was like whoa hello depression like what's going Mm -hmm. on taking depression meds and stuff like that and um anxiety meds and then I was like, my moods are awful. Like, I can't regulate my moods. So I was like, do you know what? I need to stop these meds. I'm going to stop it. And then for the first week coming off them, I was like, I'm all right. And then like a couple of months later, I was like, why Why have I just got this sudden emptiness? Like, what is going on? And then I was like, it's therapy. Like, I need therapy. So I was like, I need to get on the waiting list. And they're like, it's six to nine months waiting list. And then the pandemic hit. And I was like, for God's sake. Yeah, it's always six months. That's always the minimum of anything. You try to get something like six months. Sorry, six months. That's the bare minimum. And you're like, is that like, is that like what they just have to say to everybody? But it, that's the same way. And not many people can figure that out though when they get off meds and they think they're just going to be okay. But for you to realize the therapy part is like genius on your part because a lot of people yeah. just give up and they just. So you should be really proud of yourself for that. Um, Thanks. That's that, that's like, like the. You go. No, you go. Ladies first. <laughs> like, um, yeah, it's. I didn't think of it first though because I was 
first of all, I was taking meds and stuff. And my mom was like, you should try CBT. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to try CBT. What's going to therapy? What's going to talk to someone I don't know going to do and help me? And then I came back after my first session after my, after back to my mom. And I was like, why didn't you tell me about this sooner? She's like, <laughs> I did. <laughs> you were so adamant. I'm on meds as well, mine. Like, I'm on meds. I take them at the moment. And, like, I'm on quite a small dose and it seems to work. But... B was like it, it, it I think it shows for an example that you can have just very extreme differences and some people it's really beneficial to just have a little bit and then some people need a lot and some people don't need it they need the therapy give it all counseling. like I find yeah, I was so- counseling makes me need more counseling <laughs> <laughs> I was so against the whole medication at first like I never wanted to take it just because like, I wanted to do it like quote-unquote naturally which doesn't make sense and uh I always forget stuff. Like I was always scared that I would take my meds and miss like two days and be like, "Oh, like what's gonna happen?" Like, I just didn't want to do that. So, just like you, be like it, it. I was so like um, against it until like it kind of worked, and I was like, "Okay, you're right." Like you know what I mean? Like, and then yeah. finally, um, so right now I'm on. I was on a different bunch of medications. Like a lot of them, I just did not like. And then right now I'm on Ativan, which is uh, like the mood stabilizer. So. I'm on, I, I couldn't even tell you how much I'm on now, but I'm also on Adderall XR with like 30 milligrams. And like, I take it and sometimes I'm like, I don't know if this is working anymore. So like, I, I'm actually in the midst of like trying to change my medication. And that's what scares me. Cause it's like, this works for like X, X amount of days. And what happens when I'm like immune to it and it just doesn't work anymore. Cause that's how it was when I was on Ativan. Like Ativan helped me out with my uh, anxiety all the time. I would just pop it and be like, oh, I'm good. And then I got to the point where it just stopped working. So I'm like, no, I'm like I'm I getting I'm getting anxiety about my anxiety medication not working. I'm like I can't even take it. Woohoo! Good circle. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a vicious cycle. But yeah, it, it is like it's so weird. The, the medication side is is strange, and it's uh it can be scary. That's what I want to sure. like end as well as the stigma against counseling because I'm so open about counseling and I talk to anyone about it and stuff. And that and when you talk about counseling, sometimes you get some looks and they're all like oh uh like don't know where to look and you're like it's it's counseling it's fine like it's a normal thing like everyone has counseling people who have got like the best in quotes like the best life and like you think nothing is wrong with them you can guarantee they're having counseling like people who you know everyone has counseling it's like at some point in their life I think will have some form of counseling but or should have I don't know I just think it's just such a good thing to have but I try and get it as well. I advocate it to you to get it when you are good. So you don't just associate counseling with the bad times. So I rang up and because I'm feeling okay at the moment, like I probably not, probably not seen as someone who needs counseling, but I know I need it. So I rang up and she was like, oh, you had counseling last year. And I said, yes, yeah. so medication doesn't work for me, but counseling works for me. So I need, I need a, like a batch of counseling every year, please. That's my meds. Please <laughs> prescribe it to me. So she's like, um are you suicidal I'm like no she was like so I was obviously at the bottom of the waiting list and right. stuff but I was like my anxiety and stuff maybe it's a lockdown and stuff is like quite high at the moment and she's like oh, okay that moves you a bit higher up the list and I was like I don't care where I am on the list just get me in <laughs> right to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just sneak me in um so, but yeah that so I think of it this way too what you were just saying so it's like you you break your arm you need to you need to fix that arm, and what they usually do is they they give you surgery, they tell you to rest, and they also tell you to go to physical therapy. 
So you go to physical therapy and you work that on back to where you want it to be. So when it comes to your mind and that same def like definition of therapy, like why is it so weird that I'm trying to fix my brain that controls my whole body, but when it comes to my arm, it's okay to talk about it. Where that if my arm got cut off, I would survive. Yeah, I would have one arm, it'd be very difficult. But if you cut my brain out of my head, I'm dead. Like, why yeah. can't we talk about fixing our brain to other people? But I can be like, oh, yeah, I broke my arm snowboarding and uh, I'm depressed. I can't do anything. I'm like, oh, you're depressed. It's like, so you can be depressed about your arm, but I can't be depressed about my head. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's just mad. Physical health always comes first before mental health. When yeah. It should be the other way around. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I mean, if you got good mental health, it's easier to then do your physical health. Yeah. So... Yep, which is exactly. like what shocks me like about America though because I think I'm probably going to get a lot of stick from British people but I feel like a lot of Brits are like quite uptight and quite like is that stiff up a little you know, isn't it yeah well, as whereas like I, I always find lately watching programs like American TV shows and stuff with my parents and then there's like a celebration or something and I was like could you imagine if that was in the UK mom everyone be like oh yeah all right mate carry on but like America's <laughs> like oh my God, that's so amazing you brushed your hair this morning oh my god it's fabulous where brit's where like, like right yeah cool you brushed your hair what do you want medal mate like you know and that's why i think i'm super shocked about like maybe that's me creating a stigma for america but like <laughs> or a stereotype not stigma a oh no we have a lot of stigmas and stereotypes over here so you can that i'm like think. well americans are so in touch with their emotions surely like mental health and stuff should there should be like at the forefront and the counseling therapy and medication should be like a big talked about thing but I can understand like in the UK why it wouldn't be because everyone's so like uptight and like oh no I can't just man up you know you gotta do these things you know it's like and then you get oh in my day oh no one cares about in your day Pauline Yeah, we had a lot of that uh, back in my day talking. I think with us is uh, most Americans, they are very colorful and loud, but they just, they eat everything inside. So they wear a mask. So they just yeah, pretend my like, oh, every, my, my life's great, blah, blah, blah. We have like all these celebrities and like 20 years later, these celebrities were like, I was living a nightmare. I wanted to kill myself. You're like, like no one knew because everyone was yeah. afraid to talk about it. And that, that whole like man up thing, I was like that. Like I just was yeah, taught like Robin never. Williams. Yeah, exactly. That's a perfect example. Like Robin Williams' death was like like a big eye opener for for people out here, I believe, because no one saw that coming at all. And it, it, everyone just thought someone that's happy or as a comedian is just always happy. But then you just see comedians either overdosing on drugs on purpose or self harming anything. It's 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 so interesting to like try to figure out. We'll never actually figure it out. But if we can figure out how to help people for the time being, is like the goal. Yeah. All of our brains are totally different. It's like, yeah, me and this person can be the same and we take the same medication, but that doesn't mean we have the same lives or the same story or anything. And that's why medication is still kind of weird in a way because it's like, yeah, it works for both of us, but what's it going to do for me and my other aspects of my life? Yeah. I don't know. That's just my brain being nervous about everything. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my brain's doing the same thing. Yeah. I overthink a lot. I'm in good company. <laughs> it's been absolutely amazing talking to you but we're literally about to be kicked out of the room so <laughs> yeah i'm so, I, knew, I knew this would happen i'm sorry i always chew my ears off no it's all right cool. don't worry we it's been fun it flowed <laughs> it did it did 
but yeah, it was lovely. And we'll definitely do something like this again. It's been cool. Yeah, anytime you ladies want, I'm always down. It was a great time chat with you and getting the some Inception laughs. The podcast. Yes, yes. <laughs> podcast inside of a podcast. <laughs> yeah (laughs) have a have a good day and we're gonna have a nice sleep (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna go to bed too oh yeah Yeah, (laughs) see i'm I'm on on uk time just i'm over in america (laughs) yeah you've tell me yeah if you said yeah you probably tell me yeah yeah your shifts and stuff yeah (laughs) well who knew who knew right awesome thank you for joining us Thank you very much. Bye. Bye.